Because God loved us, he came after us in Christ. Because God loved us, he came after us in Christ and pursued us even to the desolate anguish of the cross where Christ Jesus bore our sin, our guilt, our shame, our judgment, and our death. Isaiah foretold this amazing act of love. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. The cross presses into with bold and raw finality the human condition, the immense love of God, and the amazing free gift of Christ. To take an honest look at the world, we must surmise that sin is extremely horrible indeed. Year after year, generation after generation, around the world in every tribe and nation, we see sorrow and grief, hurt and anguish, pain and suffering. Nothing, nothing can address the gravity of sin like the cross. And I quote, Ultimately, what sent Jesus to the cross was neither the greed of Judas, nor the envy of the priest, nor the vacillating cowardice of Pilate, nor the abandonment of Peter and the others, but the collective greed and envy and cowardice and numerous other sins of humanity. Our sins. They are horrible indeed. Apathy selfishness and complacency blossom everywhere in our world, but not at the cross. Hear this. These things which so corrupt us and often carry our attitudes and actions shrivel and die at the cross. At the foot of the cross, the only things that can take root and grow are humility and hope at the foot of the cross. The immense love of God, because God loved us, he came after us in Christ. He pursued us even to the desolate anguish of the cross where he bore our sins, our guilt, our shame, judgment and death. It was this realization that broke my own heart when I think on the cross, I am so moved by a love like this. Hearing read John's gospel of the passion, do we not see and hear the unmoving resolve in Jesus' response? Sometimes giving no response. Other times, I thirst the human condition. Or it is finished. God's resolve. And lastly, Christ's salvation 
must be a free gift. For it was purchased at the highest price, his life. So what is there left for us to pay? Nothing. Here again, Christ's last words. It is finished. It takes a stony heart indeed to remain unmoved by a love like this. It is more than love. Its proper name is grace, a free gift. In reflection on these words, I was touched by the last part of our Hebrews reading. For God's work is finished, but what about ours? And I'll pick up in verse 15 of chapter 10. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us saying, this is the covenant that I will make with you after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws on your heart and write them on your minds. And now in verse 19, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near.